On the road to Damascus, Jesus said to Paul, Now I send thee to open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sin and an inheritance among those which are sanctified by faith that is in me. From Acts chapter 26. You know, this morning I believe he's saying the same thing to you and to me. Now I send you to open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light. Nothing about Christianity shall ever enter into this house or be talked about by our family. These were the stern words of a Muslim father in the Philippines to his family. Well, one day his child went to school as he did every day. And guess what? The Gideons were there. And we were distributing testaments like this one. Maybe in their language, but a testament similar to this. And all his fellow students were taking a testament. So that young lad, of that, the son of that father, took one of those testaments and took it home. And he was curious about what was in it. And so before his dad would come home at night from work, he would go out behind the house and he'd read. Day after day after day, reading that little testament, that little book he had been given. And the Lord was working in his heart as he did that. But you know, one day his dad come home from work early. And he kind of saw him out of the corner of his eye as he rounded the back of the house. And he didn't know what to do, so he took that testimony, threw it up in the air, and it landed on the roof of the house. Well, that evening, there was a terrible rainstorm. I've been in the Philippines. I know how hard it can rain there. And it took that testament and washed it down. And God works miracles, doesn't he? Because it lodged in the gutter in such a way that it backed the rainwater up on the roof. And Dad went to bed at night, and it's still raining hard. And guess what? All of a sudden, drip, drip, drip. He couldn't figure out why his roof was leaking. So he went outside in the rainstorm, got a ladder, climbed up on the roof, and there he spotted that testament lodged in the gutter. He took it out, he dried it off. After a while, and then he started to read it. And we know what the Lord, word of the Lord does when it enters somebody's heart. Because he was convicted of his sin. And he gave his heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And today, him and his wife and his two children are serving the Lord there in the Philippines. Today, the Gideons, as your missionaries, are distributing scriptures like this to school children in 199 countries around the world. Given that there are only about 225 countries, you can see that 
We're nearly in every country that exists in the world today, except for China and North Korea and then the Muslim-speaking countries like Saudi Arabia a lot of times. As I shared, I was able to be in the Philippines back in the year 2000, uh, and in two weeks' time, we were able to go into colleges, we were able to go onto the military bases, we were able to go into the uh, hospitals, and in those two weeks' time, through the openness doors that God provided us, we were able to distribute over 729,000 scriptures. But what was even more important is that we went into many of the schoolrooms and we were able to have the children open to the back of the uh, testaments where we plant, placed a plan of salvation and we were able to share that with them and ask them if they would like to receive Christ as their Savior. Now, the Philippines is predominantly Roman Catholic. And so many of them knew about God, but they didn't have a personal relationship with God. And I would emphasize to them that they needed to have a personal relationship with God. And if they'd like to have Jesus in their heart based on Revelation 3.20, which I'd read to them, asked them to raise their hand, and many did. Quite often in this classroom of 40 to 50 kids, maybe two-thirds of them, maybe 30 of them would raise their hand that they would want to receive Christ, and I was able to pray with them and then tell them that they needed to sign the back of that book. It's kind of interesting because in the younger grades, in the fifth and sixth grades, when I was there, I'd, I'd tell the students as they raised their heads from the prayer, happy birthday. And they'd look at me like, well, that dumb American, he don't know it's not my birthday. But then I'd be able to tell them now they have two birthdays, their physical birthday, but also now today was their spiritual birthday, that they accepted Jesus Christ into their hearts. You know, Isaiah 55, 11 says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It will not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Here in the U.S., we're able to distribute testaments in a little bit different way. Uh, at Handing Middle School, which is one of the largest middle schools in the state, in the fall of the year, in just a couple of weeks, We'll be going onto that campus, and because there's a public sidewalk in between the school property and the street where all the school buses board, we're able to be there. We can give out in about 10 minutes from the time the bell rings for dismissal until all students are on the bus and the bus pulls away, we're able to offer them a copy of God's Word. And usually about 400 to 500 of the students at Handy will accept a copy of God's word, and we praise the Lord that we have the opportunity to be able to do that. The Gideons are an association of Christian business and professional men. Along as Marlene shared with our wives, our part of the auxiliary, and we have but one goal. The only reason the Gideons exist is to win men and women, boys and girls, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Our wives, as part of the auxiliary, distribute testaments to those in the medical profession. And we praise the Lord for their help and supporting us in doing that. Today, from your church, you are over, you have over 300,000 missionaries around the world reaching others for our Lord Jesus Christ.
Since we began in uh, distributing in 1908, over 2.4 billion scriptures have been passed from the hand of a Gideon or an auxiliary member to the hand of an individual. Today we're distributing in 107 different printed languages, but more importantly, we now have a Gideon app card that you can download the Bible to your cell phone, and for those like on college campuses and stuff that are from other countries, they often can find their own uh, language, their native tongue on that app card. Uh, there's over 1,300 different languages on that. And I've given some, some of those cards to Marlene. If, if you don't have a Bible on your uh, cell phone, uh, get one of those app cards and load it on there. And uh, there are several English translations along with ones that are voiced too that will help you out as you study God's word. And yes, we still place Bibles in hotel and motel rooms. When Pastor John Wells wrote to the Gideons, he said in his letter to us, Praise be to God. He shared that he had received a call one night after he had settled into his uh, rest chair and was ready for a nice relaxing evening. And it was from a father of a, a young family and their car had broken down as they had come to a funeral in his city. And, and, and they spent all their money repairing that car and asked if he could help. And so he, as most pastors do, went and met him and uh, provided a supper at McDonald's and uh, checked him into a local Hope motel and, and, uh, and, and gave him one of his cards and, and wished him good night. And he started back home, again, thinking about that nice, relaxing chair that was in his living room. But Marlene and I talked about a little bit later, earlier, sometimes the Lord has other plans, right? And the Lord spoke to him and he said, go back and give him the money that's in your wallet. He thought, well, Lord, I'm tired. <laughs> but the Lord insisted. And so at any rate, he went back, knocked on the door. And there was a young father with a phone in his hand and his business card about ready to call him. He says, I want to know the Lord because Pastor Wells had witnessed to him when they were having dinner. He says, I want to accept Jesus. And Pastor Wells says, I just prayed that that Bible would be in that hotel room drawer that I could open it up and show him from God's word about the salvation of Jesus Christ. Sure enough, he went to the drawer, he opened it up, and there was a Gideon Bible. A Bible that you helped provide as, as we are your missionaries and are able to purchase these and place them. And so he shared with the Father about Jesus. And the Father accepted Christ as his Lord right there that night. And Pastor Wells again started toward the door to say good night and Mom says, I want to be saved. So he went back and he witnessed to the wife. And she also accepted Christ. So he turned around again and headed toward the door. But what about our children? Don't they need the Lord too? 
So sure enough, he went back and witnessed to the children, and they accepted Christ. Pastor Wald said in his letter to us, he says, God used a broken car, a late night journey, a few burgers, a motel room, and a Gideon Place Bible to lead that entire young family to salvation. He says, I will never forget that some Christian man, a Gideon, gave of his time to place the Bible that I used that night to lead those four souls to the Lord Jesus Christ. We praise Pastor Wells for having the faithfulness to follow God's direction. This happens to be a Bible that I took out of one of the rooms of a hotel here in Bay County. And if you could see it and see the book of Romans as I went leaf through it, you'd see that this Bible was marked up, underlined, highlighted in many, many verses, verse after verse after verse. But one that caught my eye was Romans 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now there were some pages torn out, and so we were able to take that one, and I kept it as a memento and put a fresh Bible in that room. And I praise the Lord for that. And then each year we're also able to go on to college and university campuses and offer the students a copy of God's Word. Uh, these young adults are future government leaders. They're the future teachers of our children and grandchildren. They're the future leaders of our businesses. Oh, that they might know Christ and live a life that would glorify him as they fill these roles. A couple of years ago, I was on the Michigan State University campus, and a, a co-ed come up behind us and tapped me on the shoulder and says, can I have one of those testaments? And we said, well, you surely can. It was very near the time when we would stop the distribution at about 11.30 for lunch, and, and we said, we've only got three left. So this one is very special because it's one of the last ones that we have left. And she took it so graciously. And she says, you know, my mother was saved with a Gideon Testament. And we asked her, well, where might have that have been? And she said, right here on the Michigan State campus. And we praise the Lord for that. Just three weeks ago, we were on the CMU's campus in Mount Pleasant, and over 1,700 students there accepted a copy of God's Word. And then just this past Wednesday, we do a lot of our distributions in the fall and then in the spring of the year, but this past Wednesday, again, as your missionaries, we were able to be on the University of Michigan campus and offer the students there a copy of God's Word. And we praise the Lord for that. Kevin and his twin brother, Keith, were about as close as two brothers could be. It even seemed they thought alike, they dressed alike. They were raised in a Christian home, but at the age of 16, those two brothers decided to become atheists. We run into a lot of that on a college campuses where somebody says, I'm an atheist. And we say, well, take the book and read it. 
see what truths you might find in it. But at any rate, Keith, or Kevin, I mean, uh, was going to school one morning. They lived at home and took a bus to school, and he got off the bus, and he, he went up over a little knoll, and, and there was a man dressed in a business suit and offered him, son, would you like a free copy of God's Word? And he says, I won't repeat the words that I repeated to him. But he says, I went a little bit further, and there was another man in a suit offered me a testament. And he says, the third one, I went around. He says, but I discovered, I thought, by the fourth one, I better take one, otherwise they wouldn't keep, they'd just keep asking me. And so fourth Gideon, he took that testament and he opened it up, and as he's walking to class, he started to read the book of Matthew. And the Holy Spirit worked in him in such a way that he never went to class that day. He turned around, got back on the bus, and went home, went up to his bedroom, closed the door, and read all night and into the following morning. And because of what he had read in John and the other passages of Scripture, he gave his heart to Lord Jesus Christ in the bedroom. Now him and his brother had made a vow with each other that they would never ever accept Christ again. But now he had a dilemma because he had just prayed to receive Christ and he knew he had to tell his brother. Well, his brother happened to be home yet and so he knocked on the door and went into his bedroom and guess what? There lay a testament the same way on his brother's bed and his brother was on his knees giving him giving his life to the Lord Jesus Christ also. Two precious souls from testaments that were distributed there. We never know how the Lord is going to work. Today, Kevin is a pastor of a church in Wisconsin, and we thank the Lord that he gave his life to the Lord. And he says in his testimony he shared from a life that was changed, from a soul that was saved, thank you. But you know the thank yous go to you because we are just a delivery man. Students at school, people in motels, young adults on college campuses, soldiers in the military, you continue to be there for them, witnessing, proclaiming the gospel, as you support the Gideons as your missionaries, and we praise you for that. A testament like this today, we, because of the large numbers that we are printing, uh, costs about $1.30. A Bible costs about $5. So you can see it's very reasonable. So I'm going to ask you to just do a few things for us this morning as you continue to support us as your missionaries. First and foremost, I'm going to ask you to pray for us. Pray that we will be faithful to the tasks that God has set before us to win others to the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray for the open doors of countries like China. Today we're able to go into China in a very limited basis. Uh, the Chinese government will allow us to take Bibles into churches. 
And when they hear the Gideons are coming, one Sunday morning there was one church that we went to and they were lined up for a mile outside of the church to get a copy of God's Word. Can you imagine that kind of hunger to receive a copy of God's Word? 8,000 scriptures were distributed to those Chinese people that Sunday morning. And we praise the Lord for that. And then if we're going to need reach more people in the world for Christ, we need our soldiers for the battle. If you're a Christian businessman or a businessman farmer or a professional man, and you have a longing to see others come to know Jesus Christ, then we can help you understand how you can become a Gideon too. And then as Marlene mentioned this morning, you can also provide uh, through the offering that will be taken. And there's one other way that you can help us in, in the Gideon ministry, and it really uh, doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, we have a display rack that I'll be bringing Marlene with cards in it that are in recognition cards or in memory cards. Recently, my sister-in-law retired, and I gave Bibles in recognition of her, and she thought that that was so neat that because she retired, scriptures will be placed and she'll be a witness. But uh, you can provide a Bible for $5. Now, if you go to Rite Aid or one of the other drugstores, you'll find that cards cost $5 or more. The Gideons provide these free to you. And you just use them and send the card to the individual you'd like to recognize or the family of someone that's passed away. And then there's another card in there you can fill out and place your donation for Bibles and that and send it to the Gideons. It's pretty simple and straightforward. And yet lives are changed because of that program that we provide. I want to share with you that 100% of what you give to the Gideons goes for the person and purchase and placement of scriptures. All of the, our overhead costs we support through our dues, and we count that a privilege to be able to do so. I want to thank you this morning to allow me to come and not share what the Gideons are doing, but what God is doing as we place his holy word and he keeps his promise found way back there in Isaiah 55, 11, where he says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. Romans 10, 17 tells us, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Thank you so much for allowing me to be part of your missionary arm of your church. Really? Thank you so much, Mr. Perkins. That was, wow, that was an eye-opener. Um, I thank you for Mr. Perkins, for the Gideons International, for what they do. And I just want to remind you again that we all can do something. We can't all go to the Philippines. We can't all place Bibles 
in all the hotel rooms. But we can continue to pray for missionaries that are able to do those things. We can continue to donate when we're able to. And I'd like to call the ushers forward right now. We will have a special collection now. If you are able to donate anything to be a part of this mission, we all can do something, and our little something can sometimes have a really big ripple effect. So if you're able to donate, that's wonderful. Uh, we do have the, the New Testaments that Mr. Perkins talked about and the Bible app cards. We do have those in the back, so if you would like to grab those on your way out, please do so. And we also have more of the uh, pamphlets that were passed out, too. So please get some information on the Gideons. And I would just like to thank you again. And before we close, we're going to take up this collection, and then you'll be free to go. So, But I want to pray um, over this collection. If we could, please bow your heads. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the gifts that so many have, that they respond to those gifts to serve you. I thank you for Mr. Perkins' message this morning and the seeds that that can plant. And I thank you for this collection. Please bless this collection that will be going directly to the Gideons, directly to helping to spread the gospel around the world. Please bless this donation and bless our lives as we do depart today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.